What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast, your favorite Fortnite commentator here, Monster D-Face, for you guys another episode this week. Guys, we want to thank you all for returning and downloading the episodes every single week. Last episode picked up nearly 2,000 downloads in just a week's time. So again, we appreciate y'all tuning back in with us as we're starting to round out the year and getting back into gear as usual we are joined here with Life of Panda and SVG, but this week we're gonna be doing something a little different. We're shouting out SVG first, man. What's up, baby? Hey, let's go. I'm back. And actually first for the first time in like I wanna say over a year. I don't know that you've ever switched it up like this. Yeah, well, I kind of had to. Uh, Panda totally stole my intro, guys, for this Power GPU partnership, you know, little uh promotional material he's doing out there. Yeah, listen, if you don't know, I've been working with PowerGPU a little bit on the side, helping them with their content and stuff, and I happened to appear in a video today, uh, and of course, today on the 15th, to be clear, of November, uh, and uh, I hopped on a video, it was about the best builds for OG Fortnite, and after I was like, who better to tell you about this build than your favorite Fortnite commentator? So you know, Monster, the first thing this man says to me when we get in this call is, Boy, you stole my line. I was like, you didn't, you didn't even mix it up. You didn't even change it. Uh, but no, the, the real the real innovator here is uh, my guy, that Denver guy. If any of you guys are real OG creators, you remember that his intro to YouTube was, it's your second favorite PE teacher. So I actually stole it from him. So I can't really be mad at Panda. Um, actually, the spin we put on it, I said, yo, Panda, you should say it's your real your your favorite real fortnite i don't know something like that yeah we, the real favorite fortnite the, fortnite it's the real panda you know coming on in but um guys thank you all for again supporting us and, and everything that we're doing here as as i've been shouting out every single episode um we have cafe Colazo where you guys can pick up coffee and this is my own business that i launched to support the gaming ecosystem and honestly say the hell with g fuel uh uh and any other energy drink fuel competitor companies out there i just want to get back to coffee and gaming i don't know where the stigma began where you know uh you couldn't speak up against the fuel products but that's really the the gist of it we're trying to get back to gamers drinking good old coffee to start their day, power their way through their days, and get away from all those trash fuel products. So if y'all are down for that type of stuff, continue to support by visiting Cafe Colazo and seeing everything we're up to, man, because the uh, the support has been unreal, and, and it really has been such a great launch. I think we're approaching our first month in just like a week. So uh, uh, shout out to us, man, a, a month in business, dude. But on that note, guys, I wanted to I wanted to pick up the pace there. On this podcast, as you guys all know, as you listeners know, for years, we have been talking about creators, especially in the Fortnite space, needing to um, take their brand seriously, figure out how to grow and develop in this space so that when you move beyond Fortnite, when you jump outside of this box that is just gaming, what are you going to have to support yourself? What are you going to be able to, you know, build upon to actually build a career and create something bigger than just yourself? And we're... Finally, I feel like starting to see that thing come around. And of course, it has to do with players are growing up. Folks are getting older. And uh, SPG, I want to give you the mic to just, yo, take me through a couple of folks that are killing it in the entrepreneurial scene and just the, the gaming space in general that are building cool stuff. So 
obviously, let's start with the two big ones that have been doing it for a while now. We have Clicks has created a brand, been selling the Dream and Clothing, now part of Xset. Like that's really cool to see. Mousepad Company by Epic Whale, that's been doing solid. Uh, another Mousepad Company, um, 4D Gaming by Chap and Wildcat, that's another one. I actually use their mouse; it's a solid one. Uh, Mousepad, and then. We have all these like newer pros starting to get their hands involved in like master classes, products, putting in the effort to content. A couple of them, Reason, Destiny Jesus been doing it for a while, Scented works with Reason, and just a lot of solid people. And hey, we have two OGs. It's Fortnite OG season two OGs coming back, presenting a brand, cease and elevate. We haven't seen exactly what it's going to be, but I would bet here soon we'll know what they're dropping and that brand is called 4114 if you guys want to check out what they're doing it's their handle on twitter it's basically uh one for all and all for one so pretty pretty cool little spin on the number brand um they have so much video content you can really tell that whoever is working with them on the content side and kind of executing the launch the promotional launch really knows what they're doing because every single day there has been high quality it feels like super um you know just pretty much produced content and there's so much b-roll and, and other stuff uh that they've been teasing at pretty much what they are launching and again this is like the originals like cease and elevate og fortnite players who you know kind of work their way apart in, in in their professional careers and spaces but have ultimately come back together to build what seems to be like again according to all their um you know, content pieces, uh, their their ultimate vision to create a very quality premium product for gamers. So is, we're still yet to really figure out how far they're going to take this and what this um, brand is going to be. But I mean, in their first couple days of just teasing away, dude, they're almost a thousand followers and their videos get tens of thousands of views. So clearly, I mean, they're setting themselves up for success. And in one of the videos, it showed just boxes and boxes of inventory. Again, they didn't they didn't open the boxes in front of us or anything just yet. So this Sunday, eleven nineteen, for those of you guys listening in the future or uh, later on today, that's when the announcement's going to happen. But I mean, they're gearing up for a pretty big launch, and um, you know, we wish them nothing but the best over here. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a huge fan of what Cease has done for a long time. Obviously, Elevate as well, but Elevate's been a little bit more absent uh, as of recently. Yeah, but... he went to Valorant. Forget that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but in all honesty, it's like I've loved what Cease has done for a while. Uh, his content series, Cease's Thesis. He stayed really connected, streaming everything. And, and all that stuff benefits the scene in, in a huge ways. And now that he's getting ready to launch this product, I can't think of any better duo to support in a launch especially with the efforts they've put into this launch than these two and so i can't wait to see the product whatever the product is purchase it as long as it's not going to get me in trouble with my wife please don't sell like ten thousand dollar computers uh we're good uh, <laughs> because uh in all honesty it, it definitely seems like they've done a lot of the things right leading up to the launch of this built stories talked about their their journey over the three years and uh for that and and of course who they are that's the reason i'm i'm all in to heck support yeah. what they're doing heck yeah and again that's that's happening this weekend their their big launch their announcement they're already off to a successful soft launch um by by all means from from what i've seen 
So yeah, so support the Fortnite space. Continue to do what you guys are doing. Check out those projects, and most importantly, if you want the most, you know, uh, delicious, freshly roasted coffee directly to your doorstep, visit CafeColosso.com uh, because we will roast it the moment you put your order in and deliver it directly to you. Both of these boys can attest to that. It'll be there in five days, promise. No guarantees, actually, but you know what I'm saying. Get it, it'll <laughs> it get there really took quick. Me, it took me two days, I think from it was like i ordered on like a it was whatever the launch day was mm -hmm. and i had it by that friday it's crazy so it, it's crazy it's, it was a crazy turnaround yeah we, we have an awesome partner but um yeah man let, let's jump into some fun stuff man you see that you see the titles you know we clickbait up in here we want to draw you in to talk about all the all the shenanigans that naturally happens week to week and this week we have a pretty ridiculous um I don't know if I could call this a, a failed moment or a W on behalf of the creators, but basically, Boom TV put together a $100,000 massive OG tournament with some of the biggest names in gaming space uh, has to offer, especially those that used to create. We're talking Dr. Lupo, uh, Courage JD, Cypher PK, all the big wigs that play Fortnite, brought them into a tournament. And they ended up griefing the event, teaming together to take down other teams leaning into the last game. SBG, how about you take me through? I don't even know if you want to start at what led to this whole thing or just give us an overview. But there's so much to unpack here. So we'll start from the beginning, right? And apparently, this is now alleged. I don't know what was told to the creators for a fact. But Cypher pretty much complained with Courage JD, who he was playing with. Like, this isn't what we were told. We were kind of presented this whole thing. It was going to be a bunch of OG Fortnite players, some content creators, and it wasn't going to be a tournament that was just taken over by pros. That is what Cypher PK said was sold to him. And sure, sure enough, there's, I'd say, six or so teams that were two pros two current pros and then you have teams like courage jd and cypher pk not bad fortnite players by any means but they're not professional fortnite players and when you put a professional fortnite player in a lobby with someone that's not there is a very clear difference and what do we see the end of the tournament comes the top three teams are all teams that are two fortnite pros and you see none of the content creators anywhere near the top 10 so it's like okay we were sold a bag and this is different. I don't like this. I thought I was going to be playing against like Ninja and Lupo and Tim and all these guys. And now we're playing against pros getting dumped on. So the pros, they, they were doing their thing. They were playing the tournament, how they should. You're not going to go easy just because like there's a hundred thousand dollars on the line. You can't just like sail it in or mail it in because someone told you to take it easy. Like that's a lot of money regardless of who you are. So pros dominate then in the final game all the content creators are like dude let's do this instead of playing their game we're all gonna dress as bananas and we're gonna troll this final game and show the pros what's good or something <laughs> along those lines i don't know what the whole point of that was but that's what happened they did that threats was hiding within the pros as a banana wound up winning the game anyway which is actually so funny that Top the pros Top still tier. won because all the content creators were teaming in their banana skins trying to win the game and threats you know double agent wins the game so that's what happened um quick take from me normally i'm like the resident hater on this podcast 
I think that's a win-win for everybody, right? The pros get the winning. They did really well. They made their money. They did well when they were invited to the tournament. All the content creators, they got their content. All of them now have a YouTube video or a stream, all this stuff they can put out, shorts. So I think it's a win-win. A lot of people were like going back and forth on Twitter. I stayed out of it because I'm like, guys, everyone gets what they wanted out of this tournament besides not looking good in the moment but like that's the only thing yeah i'm gonna be honest it was literally my same thought and i had said it i won't say to who uh i won't say uh that it was 11 2k and it, it was uh that we had a conversation <laughs> and uh this man was was talking about it and he was like bro they shouldn't have done that and i'm like dude it's a win-win like the the creators um came into the event uh, uh, according to them of course i don't know i wasn't there for their communications but according to them they came into this under the guise that they were going to be competing against other og creators and it was going to be more content focused and technically in the rules like there weren't like there was like rules and stuff uh and approval apparently from an admin that allowed them to do the things that they did um versus uh the the pro take which is like, oh, it's one game out of the six isn't going to count, and that could have been the game. That could have, the hypothetical, could have been the game that switched it all up for me. I love the event from start to finish. It was really enjoyable to be a part of. I, I got to cast alongside Sundown, Shio, and Aussie, which I, if you don't know, I have not casted with any of them individually before ever, uh, despite working with Sundown and, and Shio in the past. Um, so it was really cool to be a part of an event where I could cast with them, uh, and do all that stuff. And behind the scenes, when we heard, we, cause we found out before it happened, right? Cause it was in the general chat. They were communicating in the general chat that the Peelies were going to come. So we made jokes about it in the lead up. We made banana puns, right? Knowing that this was about to happen. And then we see it happen and it's just, it's one thing to type it out. It's a whole nother thing to watch the drone shot of the Peelies flying into Pleasant Park in just obnoxious like fashion right and so while like i understand the frustration on both sides i think it was a really cool way to wrap up uh, the whole event in a bow and, and just appreciate the idea of what it was and of course for the future for tos and anybody else that like wants to put on a, an event like this that's creator focused you just have to either cut the numbers down or or get more creators right it, it's tough like you have to remember too, for the people at home that maybe don't realize you can't, it's not easy to find 80 to a hundred creators that came from chapter one and put them in a single lobby. It's like, there's a balance to this. And so while again, I personally think it was a wash. I thought it was the, the way that it ended was perfect because everybody kind of got what they wanted out of it. Um, there were still definitely some complaints uh, for sure. Yeah, uh, and and I'm here. I'm here to hate on both of y'all. Like, no, as a tournament organizer, if it was my tournament and I got a hundred thousand dollars production costs and whatever it would possibly cost, even attract these uh, individuals to come in and do the deliverables, I'd be damned if they came in and greased my last game and had to have us create rules on the fly. And then. Let alone, imagine the backlash, because you know I ain't putting up 100K in my own pocket. It's coming out of somebody else's pocket. It's probably expectations. I'd be so upset to see negative press around our big event. And this is just coming from someone who operates, you know, again, one of the most successful administration and production companies. So I would say it's a definite L on 
for for this there's, there's a lot of L's being taken here, I think, on the organizational side of Boom TV and some of the other folks involved because they failed to like you said, kind of set those parameters and those expectations early on, which, you know, ultimately you, you never really want to deal with headaches when you come into event day. You want it to be as smooth as possible. And if there are going to be any, like, you know, hiccups, you want them to be like mild ones that don't cause a fire on the timeline. Uh, so that, that like negative press is, again, that, that double-edged sword that definitely stings a bit. Uh, so I, I'd be super salty if it was my 100k event. If this is the continent chaos, basically, and dude's just like violated my tournament, like I'd be I'm not gonna lie, I'd be very mad. I think that's a great point because I don't really think there was a choice given to Boom TV. Oh yeah, like, no. There's, this was happening and regardless of like they pretty much were just able to say, Yeah, we allowed this as opposed to like, oh no, what happened? And then having to like reel it back in afterwards. Because I would imagine all the pros that were upset that weren't going to win money had nothing to lose by doing this in the last game. So they would have done it anyway. Um, so, like, come on, what are you guys doing? But like Panda said, I don't know that you could find 80 casual content creators to even fill this. And I think that's what Boom TV's initial idea was is oh we could easily fill this up. And then you start going through a list, and you're yeah. like, wait, I have like 45 people that i can put in this like lobby. all right myth said no daquan didn't answer his email hamlin's is nowhere to be found like all the all the ogs just don't exist or are not interested well and ninja even said publicly that he was going to be a part of the event and, and what ended up not being a part of the event i think yep. last minute so uh, there's a lot of things like that but but cypher actually just responded to a tweet as we're recording this um, and he said the organizers accepted Muselk's request to let us do a Peely army in game six and even created a discord call for the content creators to join in if they wanted to yeah. run it Peely uh, or wanted to run Peely. That missing context makes this whole post null. I'm sure you weren't aware of that, though. All love. And that was a response to a person making a TikTok or short form video and then posting it on Twitter about how they thought it wasn't OK uh, for the decision uh, by the the creators to yeah. be made. So Ultimately, as an organizer, like when you're in that position, I mean, you just got to take the L. Like it's, it, it's yeah, it's like it's like going against the masses. And although it is technically the minority, it's the majority voice. Like you're talking all the guys with the biggest following that will basically blackball you to eternal hell. If, if they never wanted you to succeed because they have all of the all the power right and all the voice you kind of have to side with them it's almost like you know cypher's got a gun to the organizer's head it's like yo dude we're gonna do what we want and you need to say yes or i'm gonna talk crap about you on my timeline you don't want that static so like what do you do you allow i, I, I guess you gotta allow them to do whatever they want i think it's like it's it was a a, a not a very good win-win situation uh for everybody right i think there was there was going to be an l held by at least one person and uh or one team whether it be the creators the pros or the the tos and uh well there's a lot of complaining on the timeline like booga and agers who were clear and clear ahead throughout the entire thing they won it right they didn't count game six and a lot of people that were already consistent did what they needed to do up until game five. So I, I don't think there would have been a dramatic difference to the leaderboard. There obviously could have. I'm not saying that that wouldn't be the 
uh, that game six could have not been the deciding factor. But we've also seen five game formats before where big prizing comes out of five games. So you see, but it's it's situations like this that lead us into Fortnite not appearing at the Fortnite or at the esports awards. You know, we we can mm. never be taken serious. We are the only game category competitive community, I swear, that has rules and uh, creators that can just have their way at times with almost little to no repercussions uh, from the backside. And this is one of our topics we wanted to jump into. Esports Awards, which hosts a pretty fantastic show. I mean, we're talking what looks to be a multi, like hundred thousands of dollars budget they put together a beautiful arena a, a phenomenal production team and then some of the best talent to uh they they draw in to come and appear in person to be you know receiving different awards for different accolades throughout the year but fortnite never gets included as, as far as uh any of those awards are, are concerned and i don't know if it's because of fortnite's stance on like hey dude we're we're an open platform everyone can play everyone can compete and maybe they don't want to play politics with esports awards on whatever that can mean. Maybe there's paywalls and things like that for features. And they don't want to play politics there. Um, but they're never included. It could be for reasons like this. Who knows? Who's making that decision? Not me. Not me either. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, Hold yeah. On. Can I, like, quickly go through this with you guys? So esports game of the year now apparently has been added. So it wasn't initially, from what I saw, it is added now. Wait, um, Fortnite is there? So I'm looking on the website Whoa. right now. Esports game of the year, Fortnite is now included. And that that's cool, but like none of the categories, personality of the year, of the year not up there, streamer of the year. Or, oh, no, clicks. They, they must have misspelled clicks. It's, uh, it's XQC. <laughs> they, they spelt it a little differently there. Um, and then you got all these other ones like play-by-play -play caster of the year. Uh, no Fortnite people, color caster, desk, none of them. PC player of the year, no Fortnite players, controller player of the year. <laughs> Miro, not up yeah. there. You know, just, just no, nothing. Yeah, you know what? I, I see a, a lot of bias. I think they knew we were coming for them on this episode, so they at least included the game as a as a whole this year which is which is a step in the right direction but i you know i'll be hard pressed to say like i want to be included in a little play-by-play -play caster nomination that'd be sick like like there had to be at least one year where i did kind of good or someone in the fortnite space did good enough to be put up there i mean we have as much of a following as anyone else and arguably that's a skill set that should be weighed pretty equally across the board um undoubtedly we have as much activity if not more with higher stakes prizing than any other um gaming community out there so yeah i think i think there's i think there's someone on the table the round console table at the esports awards that are like dude fortnite's a kids game and they're like yeah. we're not, if you touch that game we're not including it but um yeah all jokes aside i i just i had to if i had to guess there has to be some kind of politics involved in the back end someone someone's not opening the 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 penny purse to help out with all the production budget and stuff so you ain't getting nominated I'm literally looking at these awards too, and it's like, I'm pretty sure there was one. It could have been, I think it was the esports awards, um, but it was one award show that Clicks got a nomination for, right? 
And when I kid you not, the people that he were he was up against were not competitors, right? And and Clicks is an actual competitor on top of a creator, right? And so if you looked at the category at the time, Clicks was the clear winner uh, on paper, right? With everything he had accomplished up until that point. And I think they gave it to someone who didn't compete, but was very good at the like the respective games. It was, I think it was it's Timmy, and it was when he was playing Apex. So Clearly. it's like, like respect to him. He's a great player, but that was not the category. Yeah, like you know, listen, I show speed much better competitive player than Clicks will ever be. Come on, we all know it's it's, <laughs> it's about your impact, man. Uh, but uh, yeah, One quick gang monster just. We're not bitching or we're not screaming about this because we're all upset that, you know, there's not people winning the awards. All we want is recognition. So, like, ask somebody in the space, ask Monster to be a panelist. He definitely is deserving to be up there. There's 12 people. I'll be I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I have been offered panelists on possibly even the esports awards. Um, This is your fault. But no, no, no. This but they don't want to fault. pay me for my time. You're asking me to, to show up, consult, and do work. And and I'm not just going to be someone's panelist unless it's my guy SBG for the comp awards for Fortnite. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not my 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 homie, my bro, my my guy in the space, I'm not just going to go do bring my expertise and all this work. Uh, come on. Uh, I'm benevolent at times, but I ain't. You know, I got to still draw a line. <laughs> you know, so I got I got a family enough. to feed. Not to say esports awards ever offered me. I think they have. But, you know, I'm not going to go fact check my LinkedIn and all that good stuff. Um, I'm just saying, man, that that's why, you know, m- maybe that's why. Dude, some people just know their value. Fortnite space is like this tiny, too. So if you're going to go to a couple folks and they know their value, they're going to ask for money. And if some pl- places don't want to pay either. There's, there's, uh, that's what I mean, like politics. You know, there's, there's some layers in there. So I'm at least it's good to at, throw that out there. Yeah, I'm looking at the talent section of this, right? The color caster, analyst, host, and play by play. What caster. games? What games? Um, bro, I couldn't even tell you who half these people are. <laughs> I'm not even li- like, and of now course, like hated. naturally, now, now you're a hater, no, Panda. No, 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 to be, to be fair, it's just like, you, to we them, all are. To be fair to them, right? <laughs> that that I don't follow every single game, but I do feel like I follow a lot of talent, right? And of course, like, damn Panda, it? you're like, just like saying these guys Captain are untalented. Flowers, of course, I know who he is, right? <laughs> Golden Boy, of course, I know Freya, Stax, Wave Punk, uh, Pucket. Come on, like, we know all like those guys. People, what are you talking yeah, about? T Bates, T Bates. But I'm going through multiple categories, right? Okay. I'm not gonna name somebody that I don't know because then I feel <laughs> terrible. If I'm just gonna like target like like somebody random but like, yeah bro who's um, golden boy like why is he on this list yeah bro like who <laughs> the heck is golden boy? no yeah uh, like but honestly i i would love there to be more context as to why people were put in a category right there it is like if there's play-by-play caster host of the year analyst and color caster at least from our perspective right i i mean i shouldn't speak for you guys from from my perspective at least um give us a clip Show like a clip of what a, one of their top calls, if not their top call of the year, and and like obviously you could go and find Captain Flowers' call, right? Like we just saw a viral moment from him the other day. His passion when he hits that casting desk is insane. So there's no doubt in my mind that he should be there. But when I don't know enough about the other people, like then it becomes a popularity contest of like which esports title do you support? 
oh, okay, that guy I recognize from my eSports title. Let me vote for them. Well, right? there it's is not if, actually about their talent. If there is any piece of content on this podcast that was going to get clipped out of context, thank you, Panda, for giving us the redeeming <laughs> line. No, you said it perfectly and very elegantly. This is context. This is really what, what changes the perspective. From the outside looking in, like, dude, I'm a regular Joe Schmo. I see what these guys are putting on. I agree. Sometimes it's like, what the heck is this? What are you talking about? I know nothing about these games. I know Fortnite. Put Fortnite in there. Done. That's what I want to see. And I'm going to always champion for that. But let's talk about some other awards. It's not just esports awards. It's not just uh, SBG's dope comp, comp awards. There's also the Game Awards. And the Game Awards just did a pretty, like, honestly, a really cool um, collaborative map inside the game Fortnite, which is obviously, you know, the Fortnite vision uh, entities, organizations utilize an Unreal Engine to build creative worlds. And this time, it's a direct collaboration with Jeff Knightley, who runs the Game Awards. What he's going to allow is for Fortnite maps to be nominated inside the Fortnite world, and then players actually in the world can vote on behalf of the, the most W Fortnite maps and, and game creations inside the Fortnite world. And it seems like Epic Games is loving it, and they're behind it. Um, was it Tim Sweeney? Uh, who who was it that interacted with this post? Someone from the Epic side. Donald Mustard. Donald Mustard. So yeah, you yeah, know he's not with them anymore. But yeah, man, Big Donald signing off on it. He will always be Epic, <laughs> whether he's on the team or not. I'm sure he has all his shares. So he's still he's still in the in the money here. Uh, but yeah, Donald Mustard interacted with the post. Um, it's very clear that uh, Jeff Knightley is doing something really cool. And this is the first that we've seen like in a not, well, I was gonna say an award show take place in the game, but you know, SVG, you know. I'm sure you're you're cooking something dope too, right? Yeah, there will be a playable map with the awards, including the ones from last year. Let's so go. you know, just just throwing that out there. We'll have a little Ooh. tournament going on as well. This is really cool though. If you guys haven't seen a clip of the map, you can go in, you select your vote, and then they have a cinematic with like the trophy from the game awards. Kind of this like golden thing goes all up around. It's cool and. For this, it's the Game Awards vote in Fortnite, best of UEFN. It is really cool. It's not just like these random red versus blue copy maps that you see. It's like truly good maps that people put in effort. Um, so I love to see that. And shout out to the Game Awards for including Fortnite. Also, best ongoing game too. So it's not just UEFN maps. I was going to say, come on. We all know like Pikachu versus Charizard maps are like winning right now nike versus adidas creative map legally uh using all the branding to get players i wonder when epic's gonna crack down on this i feel like we've talked about this in extent in the past and if we haven't maybe we'll shelf it for next week's episode but creative fortnite needs some eyeballs on it like the rampant and blatant ip uh, illegal usage or whatever the rules being broken in that in that section of the game is it's just so bad i'm surprised we're not like thumbnails away from like boobs being on display at this point like it, there has there has there has there you go SBGs in there uh playing uh yeah the uh, double a versus oh, uh triple d there you go i, I got caught <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, well listen, uh, eSports Award, Game Awards, Comp Awards, whatever awards it is, end of the year is always a very festive time. We have a lot of cool stuff on the uh, on the horizon here, so um, I'm looking forward to it. And just, dude, on that note, let's talk, into, uh, let's talk about some other things that are being launched or attempted to be launched here at the end of the year. Panda, how about you take me through this failed league 
play on own. This these guys try to jump into the space and they didn't quite read the terms of services. I think Big Boy Papa Epic came in with a cease and desist. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be real with you. I don't know much about this, right? Because I only saw like an Archie post that was shared and then now it's gone. Uh but they uh didn't seem to really understand what they were getting ready to put forward they seem pretty out of place like i did a little digging before this and if you're gonna launch something like this and and i like this is coming from somebody that believes in web3 and and a future in that you're not launching products now the negativity around a project and a product like this is just at an all-time high we just saw the crash of uh, eFuse's um, creator-driven league. Uh, I, I don't even the creator league, right? The creator like we league. Saw, I was like in my head, I'm trying to figure out what it was called again. But like we saw the creator league, unfortunately, go through uh, a similar uh, issue, of course. And, and they weren't even is, and they weren't even doing NFT prizing. It was just like blockchain yeah, technology, blockchain. and that was enough mm -hmm. to like. Dude, get the whole brand lit on fire, and and probably some some legal conversations opened up, uh, from the from the epic side for all we know. And also, um, we're sorry for name dropping you, Archie. We collectively agreed not to say your name and and other pros' names, but Panda. Oh, the, <laughs> Panda yeah, said I... it anyway. <laughs> it was a one rule. We were only here to dunk on play unowned with the failed launch of their NFT league. But uh... hey, look, creators got to get their bag, man. We get it. And look, to be fair, um, and, and to be fair to any of the people that signed up and initially tweeted about it, they were probably they, they were probably given one thing, and it could have very well been something very different, right? And I think that happens a lot of times in this space. That's the re that's another part of the reason the Creator League didn't do well, is because a lot of the creators were told one thing and, and neglected to be told that there was blockchain technology behind the actual event itself. So uh fair play listen I, and i'm a web3 supporter like i said and now's just not the time to release a project like this so i think the the biggest thing here for me is like this is a one million dollar total league what they're calling it and the initial announcement was fifteen thousand dollars in prizes for just Fortnite. that's a lot of freaking money it's pretty good but you know what you go on the company's website and i'm gonna read it to you we're bringing the best of gaming together, both blockchain and not. We have over 1 million in prizes available to claim through our event in cash, digital assets, gaming, NFTs, and other surprise rewards. Right under that, it talks about loot boxes. You know what all three of those things are? They're on the restricted sponsor list for Fortnite event license terms. It takes little effort to go to the event license terms of Fortnite because they are publicly out there. Fortnite wants you to put on events for their game, especially if you're putting money up. But don't be an idiot. Your company does something that is on the restricted sponsor event list. Why are you trying to do, like, there's plenty of other games that you could work with. Don't do the one that, like, restricted sponsor <laughs> list it literally is telling you you are not allowed to do something and then you put up fifteen thousand dollars get called out on it by me and then decide oh okay well now actually we're not doing this we're gonna do something completely different it one control f tos away from just 
everything turning red and you kind of figure out whether or not your brand can actually promote in this this space that's one thing that um i think a lot of entities don't realize that their devs and the publishers are in full control of their event licenses guidelines and how the ip is actually um monetized around like for example every brand literally has a say in how other people monetize their brand to some degree especially when you're using it directly the product directly so it's it's kind of common sense uh was it missed in this transaction absolutely if you're a creator and you're taking a deal and you're not thinking about these things you are putting your entire channel at risk um it, for example you could do something like this live on the platform twitch someone can report you and i mean in theory you're promoting restricted illegal content that could be you know subject or reason to start a conversation about whether or not they could ban your channel temporarily or something like that or on youtube and i, I know i'm taking it a little far but these are real things that can happen uh you can totally get in trouble and if epic decides to now cease and desist everyone involved in the content thereafter you just caught yourself under a, a a blanket that is not fireproof my friend <laughs> you know what i mean and, and that's kind of what happened so i mean ourselves included here at practice server and you know the, the the projects we work on we really try to emphasize to especially if it's an nft company or like a web3 technology like hey you could do whatever you want you can market however you want you just can't really do it in fortnite and the way you want to do it um here are the ways you can do stuff in fortnite possibly bring awareness to your brand but it cannot be you directly marketing some technology or nft stuff because epic doesn't allow it they don't want it here and rightfully so and so i'm gonna air this out because they tried to gaslight me and tell me <laughs> so i didn't even tag this company right i just put up a screenshot of their website didn't even mention the posts didn't mention the players they they reached out to me. They they're like, oh yeah, this guy knows what's going on. Like, hey SPG, we appreciate your concern about the announcement regarding Fortnite's terms of service. We're in contact with Epic Games to ensure compliance. What we're currently hosting is an in-games clip contest on the original Fortnite map that's open for entry with the hashtag Game League FN. Note that no custom maps are involved. So that was not what the post said that the players put out. And nor do I expect Epic to totally throw aside their rules with companies they work with because of this company. So, you know, I, I kindly responded. You guys said it was a 15K tournament. It wasn't a clip contest. And you have three things on your website that you are actively promoting that are on the restricted terms of service. And then they didn't respond. So, you know, it's kind of <laughs> kind of interesting that this company went out of their way to respond to me on their, you know, checkmark approved uh yeah. twitter they're, they're like and they're like dude we gotta do damage control it, it's we're getting called out here and then svg responds with checkmate and one it's just over <laughs> like what do you have to say about it um yeah man hey look this is the kind of stuff that uh has been happening over the last week so if you blinked you missed it this is why you guys tune in this is why you download to stay up to date fortnite it, it's incredible that on this podcast line here we cover general esports and fortnite and we've been doing it for years but it is still amazes me how fortnite never fails to bring us more news every single week uh it's, it's such a short time span we have so much to just review and, and go over um it, yeah if there's 
if you're not playing the game because maybe Fortnite OG week is over and chapter two, you hate it and you're gonna just go back to lurking, well stick around, keep downloading. Uh, we'll keep you we'll keep you entertained on this side. So as usual, send all your complaints to me at the Fortnite Podcast at gmail.com. Um, I'll let the boys start to sign off here. So Panda, let the folks at home know where they can find you, man. What are you up to this week? Uh, this week, uh, I'm probably going to push my YouTube video back another week. Uh, I keep, I keep coming up with these ideas that I want to give more time to. And I put myself on this, this once a week timer that I think I need to adjust a little bit. Um, so I can give more qual, a little bit more quality to the content I want to create. Uh, so make sure for all those updates at twitter.com slash life W Panda. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm most vocal. You want to talk to me? I'm right there. Yo, man, that's an excellent way to say like. Of more excuses for the panda special he is the king of pushing back his content and timelines okay. and i've never Who's heard created someone... more content this year monster d face or life with panda i me. rest my case me. no no panda i prom i did 28 days straight of dark and darker content i don't i don't think there's been a a, a week this year where you put a piece of content out every single day and i'm gonna rest my case there challenge me on it we'll pick it up in the next episode uh, <laughs> All right, bet, bet. <laughs> it's the panda special guys but hey he's trying yo svg what are you up to this week where, where can we find you man it's all comp awards all right now and slowly working on some of my own maps. We got four of them out now. I'm getting some steady plays and comp awards starts beginning of December. If you guys want to get involved, comp awards FN on Twitter or X have some cool things coming. Got a website being built, got a trophy being built. We got some hype trailers, promos, all that good stuff. It's going to be the best it's been. And I'm super excited. I love, yo, Panda's got his head so deep in his phone right now. He is trying to fact check so hard right now. <laughs> nah, nah, I have, I have it ready for next week. Don't you worry. <laughs> okay, okay we'll, we'll pick it up there. Uh, guys, um, development on the content and chaos series that Practice Server League um, has started at the end of the, um, or this month already. So we're going to be creating some really cool stuff, gearing up for season two. So um, stay tuned for that. If you guys enjoyed what we put on just a couple months ago, you're going to love what we're coming in with next. More developments and ways for you to play at home. Um, as always and as usual, um, continue to check out Cafe Colazo. The coffee brand that we're building is is phenomenal. and It's such a special um, thing that I'm trying to uh, develop for the gaming space. So uh, take the time, check it out. And that's CafeColazo.com to pick up your coffee freshly roasted to your door um no artificial flavors just straight up high quality ethically sourced coffee beans some of the best stuff you'll ever taste trust my guys um but other than that like i said before you can find me at monster dface across all social handles and until next time we'll see you on that battle bus so don't forget to dance out those kills and boast in those victory peace y'all